Crazy enough, Steve Eisman may, may, may in fact know what he's doing. I know. This is just then, huh? <laughs> who who would have guessed? the Boston Bruins 5-4 to take a 3-2 lead in that series and I'm looking forward to game six but I picked the Islanders to win it but I don't want it to end I don't want this series to end yeah this this has been good this this, <laughs> this has been some real outside of I think that Florida Tampa series which I think lost a little steam after round four uh or after game four um even though it they, they ended up going to six I this series has been good from the start <laughs> And game five was just as good as any of the others. So I, I agree with that completely. I, this series, let's, let's go seven. Let's play nine here. And it's, it's just crazy how that game played out because, you know, I mean, Varlamov has given up a goal on like the, in the first like five minutes of every game he started this postseason. Yeah, he's been good. But then, he, you know, he doesn't give up much after that. Yeah, I mean, that's a really kind of a crazy stat. Like, that kind of stuff has been nuts to to see. um, Well, I I think today, I think he said six of the seven starts. Sorokin had two. So six of the seven starts, he's given up a goal in the first three shots. Yeah. It's just, it's unbelievable. But but you're right. If if you're going to tell me the goalie's going to give up one of his first two, and then for the rest of the game, he's not, he's just as likely to give up nothing. All right, I can play from behind for a minute. Right, which, and you know th- this series, you know, so the Bruins they pass and I get gets gets the goal, they go up one nothing, and then like very soon after that, Marchand had a glorious chance to score. Yeah, that could have put the Bruins up two nothing, and you kind of wonder how how the game plays out if if he scores that goal because I mean the Bruins they they took the play to Islanders that entire first period, and then Matthew Barzell who. He 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 heard he heard you uh, dissing him last week about how, how he hasn't scored a goal, and he scored in every game since our show last he, week. He, that's, that's a fact. That is an absolute three games, fact. three goals. Um, <laughs> you know, I I mean Boston is if if they don't come back and and pull the comeback on this, they're gonna really, I mean, they're gonna look at the Pasternak empty net goal that just how he hits the post. Oh yeah. Um, in game four, which I it was it was nothing nothing at the Time, right i think it was yep. nothing nothing at the time yeah and boston ended up scoring first anyway but i i mean you, you never and you never know how a game's gonna play out but uh you know they're gonna look to that moment marshawn really had two opportunities on that play but the, the tuck-in seemed like a sure thing and him not being able to do that and, yeah the puck it, the puck just rolled off his stick yep and and i'm sure there's gonna be you know rask is gonna be like if i could just get one of these four yeah or, you know, and, and, but even that bad luck on the power play, you know, one came as a result of a broken stick. Um, one was just a terrible giveaway by Corrali. I, I, I mean, 
they're going to look to game five. I think the pass on that goal in game, no goal in game four. And, and, and really there was about five or six things that they're going to look at tonight. Yeah. If they don't come back and win the series, it's really going to drive them nuts. And it's, and I mean, and for what it's worth, I mean, Tuka Rass postseason numbers, 194 goals against and a 935 save percentage. Oh yeah. I mean, I, <laughs> you know, and, and, and this is something I was kind of, I was just kind of thinking about as, as I was watching the game game tonight and I just been watching this series, you know, as a whole and really like the Bruins in the playoffs in the last, we'll say what, 10 years. Um, I mean, they, 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 they won, they won the cup in 2011 and they, they, they went to two more cup finals. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's, and it's the opposite of what we saw in Toronto in the first round where Toronto lost. And it's like, where are their stars? I can't think of a single series where, for the Boston Bruins in the last 10 years, where you, you look, you look at the series after it's over, you know, whether they want, if they've lost and you go, well, you know, Marshawn and Berger and Bergeron and um, Pasternak, you know, the, the best players, they didn't, they didn't show up. They didn't play well. And if they just played better, you know, they would have won. You, you don't see that. Yeah, that's. I, I mean, mean that's, those guys they play. That's I mean, a really, they, really great point. They showed the the graphics, and I, I I wanted to say what I think it was sixteen of the twenty nine goals that they've scored came from the top line, and that in that's in the entire playoffs. And then what I, I think that was early in the game, and Pasternak didn't he have two more tonight. Marshawn had one. That's yeah. that beautiful goal. So I mean, right? Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Marshawn and Pasternak scored, and we're talking about. Oh uh, well, you know, they missed the net. I'm not right. I, <laughs> you know? I mean, but it's it, it's just crazy because because I mean, if that's what you that's what you want, you know, yep. you 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 need your best players to be your best players in the playoffs. You need other people to step up. Yeah. And 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 I kind of think that maybe. That that's pro- that's been a Bruins um c- kind of downfall, and which has kind of kept them from from winning another Stanley Cup is, you know your 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 third and fourth line you know your depth scoring, yeah, j- just hasn't been there for them. They've had they've had good depth players, um, but you're right in terms of scoring, it it hasn't been. Uh, really there with guys like, you know, Achari was on the a fourth line and Corrali and, you know, so they, they've got guys that can, that can do a lot of really good things, but you're right in terms of just straight up scoring and chipping in. You're right. That's probably where they're the weakest. I, I still don't know, you know, not so much, th- not so much in prior years this year. Again, it seems like McAvoy's taking every other shift. If yeah. not like taking two out of three shifts. Where-on-off-on-off-on-I-mean-just-it-just-seems-like-Charlie-McAvoy-is-not-leaving-the-ice-surface-and-and-that's-something-that-they're-going-to-be-better-whereas-opposed-to-obviously-in-the-past-they-
because they're they're just I I don't know like today to me it was just they're so fun to watch. Oh yeah, no doubt. I mean, they're just so fun to watch, and they're just so talented together. And when they're playing out there, I I just yeah. I mean, my 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 dislike of the Boston Bruins is it's it's not about the play, it's not, it's not really about the players. It's about other it, other things with Boston. Okay. So, but um, but kind of to to on your point on Charlie McAvoy, he's averaging twenty six minutes forty seven seconds a night. And then now he's hurt now, but Brandon Carlo was second on the team in ISIM at 22 and a half minutes. Yeah. So, so that's, I, you know, that's why he's going up because Carlo went out, I think it was in the first period of game. You know, game four, you know, yeah. game four. So now you're at two games with Jared Tenorti where McAvoy, I'm, I mean, the numbers you're looking at probably doesn't include tonight, which if no. I had to guess, he probably logged way more than 20, what'd you say? 27 and a half. He probably logged more than forty-seven minutes and a half minutes tonight. Oh yeah, he. I'm. I'm gonna. I'm gonna see if I can pull it up now. Yeah, it, I mean, just again, eyeball test, and 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 I could definitely be wrong, although because it looked like Tenorti was out a fair amount, but yeah. Uh, so McAvoy played uh, twenty-six minutes forty-eight seconds tonight. Wow. Okay. And I'm looking for just and then Tenorti. 1536. That's actually probably more than I would have guessed. Yeah. Um uh Riley Riley was next most at almost 22 minutes tonight. Yeah, he's he's played a lot. He's had a he's had a really good he's had really good uh he's been an under I mean Taylor Hall obviously got the trade deadline headlines, but he's been real good for them. He has been real, like kind of, yeah. kind of shockingly good for for Boston this year. That just that that steady hand for him. Yeah, you know, like yeah. just yeah. Uh, all that um, talk about Boston, man. It's the Islanders that's the one away from the conference final, well, the quote unquote conference finals. Yeah, and and speaking of Islanders, I mean, this was, I mean, this this was a team that I I, I liked at the beginning of the year. And you didn't. <laughs> I don't know why you got to add that every time. I really don't because know why you got to add it's, that every time. It's, it's, it's just fun at this point. <laughs> it's not that I didn't want. I just. Well, I, you didn't trust them. I, ha- I had them in the four. I had them well, playing. Yeah. I did have them saying, you know, uh, you know, it was kind of Philly and the Rangers being the other two teams that conceivably or would give somebody pause. I still thought the Islanders were going to make the playoffs. I didn't think yeah. they'd do anything once they got in it. But so I was clearly wrong on that front. But you know, I was kind of right on some things. And Ish. and and right right and right now, yeah, the Islanders are one win away from from advancing to the. I, I think they're just calling it the semifinals. This is yeah. the semifinals. I think that, that's what they're going with now, since there's no conferences. So semifinals, they're one one win away from that, and it's and and, and they get to go and they get to get a chance to do it at home Wednesday night in front of a loud Nassau Coliseum crowd that that building is going to be rocking. I mean, I, I mean, I, I think the two loudest buildings in the NHL this postseason that uh, have been TD garden in yeah. Boston and, and, and Nassau Coliseum, you know, yeah. I mean, the, don't get me wrong. V- Vegas gets loud too, but it's, it's a different, yeah. it's, it, it's, it's a different type of type of, crowd roar yeah i agree 
and and Boston and and, and New York, and I I can't really explain it. You know, it's just. <laughs> but my gut tells me tells me the exact same thing. Um, you know, I thought you know Nashville and Carolina have been good. Um, you know, Tampa and Florida are are in the mix are, are there as well. It's not like they've had bad crowds, but there is just. Yeah. I, I mean, it it is. It's the Islanders one. The, the Bruins two and everybody else is playing for third. Yeah. I mean, and no, no disrespect to those other fan bases. Not, yeah. Cause I mean, the, the crowds have been awesome and the crowds have been loud every night. Yep. You know, um, I mean, I mean, hell, even in Montreal, Montreal with only a, a couple thousand people, yep. you know, the, 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 the crowd has been very vocal, but it's just that different, like almost a guttural roar from the crowd in Boston yeah. in New York, you know, I, maybe maybe it's just something in the way the building's designed. I guess, uh, but yeah. So, um, I mean, and for the Islanders, their their top guys, their top guys are getting it done. Um, you know, Bar- Barzell scored scored again. He he got a couple points tonight. Uh, Pajot's been absolutely dynamite. Um, Kyle Palmieri, you know, he 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 did he didn't have a great you know, regular season with the Islanders after the trade, but n- no one cares about yeah. the regular season. <laughs> you know, it's the, it's the postseason, and he is performing for him and he, he got a, He scored another goal tonight. So it's, and, and, and honestly, their identity line isn't showing up on the points streak or on the, on the points side, but yeah, the fact oh. that Barry Trotz can put them out there, any situation, yeah. Because you know, uh, did get the overtime winner in game two. Yep. I, um, you know, Matt Martin is going to run through a wall. I mean, it's the fact that they have four lines that can that can be pin you back, even if they don't score, they can pin you deep. Yeah. I mean, they didn't <laughs> they didn't really tonight at all, but on any yeah. given night, those those they have four lines that are as you know dangerous <laughs> as the next, and and that's a that's a it's a good thing to have, obviously, this time of year. And and a couple guys who who've really stood out to me um, on the blue line. How May, how good is Mayfield? Yeah. And 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 uh, and Pel- and Pelic and Pulak. Like those three defensemen have just been phenomenal. And no and no adoption inserted into the lineup. He hasn't looked out of place at all. Nope. And I and and I mean, go ahead and mention the other two. You know, and, and Andy Green. And Letty is just good. Yep. You know, they it's. Again, I, you know, I, every so often I bring it up, I'm like, I always wonder how important for coaching is. And it's very trust me others that when you look at it, I, I mean, I just feel like it's just such an example of how important coaching is because that team, I mean, like veterans get, are still getting better. The team structure works. Um, you know, I, Barzell is, is definitely a, a budding superstar, but everybody buys in and everybody's, you know, really just seems to play for the team and back-to-back years, they're looking like a conference quote unquote conference final to match up against the lightning coming up. Right. Yeah. And, um, you know, I mean, and it's just, I mean, you, you go up and down the lineup. I mean, you, Josh Bailey scores a big goal for him tonight and he's just been phenomenal for him and they're, they're, and they're doing all this without, without their captain. Yeah. You know, w- w- without Andres Lee. Which and again, and, I mean, it just as piling on, and because Leo Karloff, finally they figured yeah. out. And again, it seemed like they struggled, and this was one of the reasons I, I wasn't high on them coming into the playoffs. Is 
they never really did settle that top line left wing after Lee went out in the regular season. They yeah. struggled down the stretch, and that seemed to be a problem. And, I mean, even early in the playoffs, I feel like a couple of different guys were on there. But since Karmaroff has really kind of settled in there, I, it's, just, it's just an impressive, impressive team that the Islanders are. And, and that's why they're continuing to, to be successful is because they do have that team attitude and team mantra while they're playing. And um and and then you you kind of you look at Jordan Eberle just continues to I mean he hadn't he hadn't scored a game since they they said game four against Pittsburgh and he he got a big goal tonight also added an assist beautiful snipe I mean you know Brock Nelson's bearing the puck for him I mean it's you know up you go up you go up and down that lineup I mean there there aren't a lot of holes on that on on this Islanders team and I mean I don't I don't. I don't think that they could, I mean, now granted, they still got, they still got business to take care of. Sure. Right. I'm not, we're, you know, I'm not, I'm not right, right off the bruise saying, oh, this series, this series is done Wednesday night. But, you know, just for the sake, for the sake of a conversation, you know, I don't, I don't think that they could beat Tampa or Vegas or Colorado, but it wouldn't shock me. No. No, no, it, yeah. it wouldn't shock me. I mean, I mean, I, I mean, the the only team that would really shock me if if they won the cup at this point is one Winnipeg because they're down 0-3. Yes, <laughs> all right, that's fair. Um, Carolina because they're down three one. To Tampa, yeah, two Tampa. Three one isn't necessarily a kiss of death, but three one to Tampa. Three, kind of that's mm. yeah, and, that's kind of a kiss of death. And and Montreal because I. It's. I I don't I don't know how they're well I know how they're doing it but. What what. It's but it's just like for for me Montreal this is a team that like. They're 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 made to beat, the teams that they're faced that they that they're facing and. I don't think I don't necessarily I don't think their their formula for for winning playoff games will not work against the elite teams that are left standing. If that isn't their formula, good goaltending, solid defense and timely scoring. Isn't that, isn't that the playoff formula? I mean, mean, yeah, but again, like I don't, I, who, what, what, what forward line that Montreal has, are you confident could shut down the perfection line or shut down the McKinnon, shut, shut down McKinnon. And, you know, like, and, and also you got to remember the, the Islanders, they're, you know, they're, they're missing their best, their best forward in Shifley. I'm, I'm convinced Pierre-Luc Dubois is injured. Yeah. Like I'm, you. I'm convinced of it because the way, cause there's no other, there's no other way to explain the way he's played because he's been missing in action. Yeah. I, I mean, so First of all, why do you hate Montreal, Walt? <laughs> right. it, it seemed like you turn it around on, so I, I thought I'd take the opportunity. But like, you're no, you're <laughs> you're right about this this Winnipeg thing. This I'm not shocked about Montreal beating beating up Winnipeg because I, I kind of said the whole time I've I've always I've been consistent with this too, where I feel like Winnipeg is a top two lines, and those top two lines are very good. Yeah, I mean, actually, there's top six when they're all in there. Are, beyond very good they might be in the top five in the league and they've got some guys down below that are there i mean lowry and perot but then you know guys like mason i mean they're filling out the roster right, and yeah. you know, Bianca and morrissey good not great 
and, and, you know, a bunch of guys defensively are there. <laughs> and then, you know, Hollabuck's had troubles in the, in the postseason. So, and, it, and I've also said, so, that, you know, I've, I've, I don't know if they've been critical of the roster, but I, I kind of have been. But the other thing is I've kind of thought Montreal was better. And, and, and I know it, it's not that I thought that they were better than what they were, but I never really understood why they're, they struggled throughout the course of last season and this season. Because when you think about it, they can roll a lot of different lines and they have two defense pair that can play 27 minutes a night. And it obviously when Carey Price is on, he's as good as anybody, any gold center in the league. So I don't know. It's like right now in this series, they've done it with, with the Armia Perry and, and stall line. That's what the line that's just absolutely killed and, one of them. Well, and, and also, but here's the thing. And this, and this is why, you know, you get, you get player, you need players that can get you to the playoffs and you players that can get you through the playoffs. Corey Perry, he's not an effective regular season player. No, not not anymore. Right. You, know, you just you can't play that. You, you can't play that way. 82, 82 nights a year. You know, eighty two nights in in a regular season. You just can't. You you can't. You, you just can't replicate that intensity and everything throughout eighty two games and, and play the way he plays. Um, but for the postseason, Corey Perry's been, and he's been an impact player for them. I mean, Co- Corey Perry was. I mean, Look at last year with the Dallas Stars, yeah. and how impactful he he was for the Dallas Stars last year in the bubble. And you know the Stars wanted to bring him back, but some decisions were made, and you know they they weren't able to. But I mean, you you need guys like that. But however, Montreal, we and we talked about this last week. You know, un, no, no, normal format, they're not in the last two years, right? You know, and and it's it's kind of funny because I know some Hab fans who are like torn about about how they feel about the team success because a lot of people they 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 want um Bergeron, I mean they want Bergevin gone. They right. don't they they don't trust uh, Dukarm as a head coach. You know, but you know, they're they're one win away from going to the going to the semifinals. I mean, but also they were one shot away from being done in five games against Toronto. So I, don't, I mean, it's tough, it, isn't it? And it's <laughs> yeah. listen. You can't. The problem is you can't preach patience in that market. But well, I mean, they. they I mean, they haven't. I know. Well, now, I'm, you know, right? They they haven't won anything. To, but I mean. Are Suzuki and Kakaniemi and, and Caulfield like? Oh yeah, I mean, that's... I, I mean, it's, I kind of believe that if those guys are good, Montreal could be quite a force in the in the in the future, in the very near future. If those three guys are as good as they 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 look at times, of course, if if it takes them any length of time, then the defense is going to be old, and they're going to need to rebuild their defense. Before. No, their defense is already old, man. <laughs> that's, that's, that's true. That's true. That's fair, I mean, and and it, it's not it's not the defense or it's it's the goalie, where you where you really, yeah. If, if if you don't have Carey Price, if Carey Price isn't your goalie, you know, was, I think we we all we all agree that Montreal is not in this spot. See, I against Toronto, yes. Winnipeg has looked lifeless to me. Oh, yeah. like, no, they, Winnipeg, they they came out in game two with no response. They, what did they, they, what did they, I, they gave up a goal and it just felt like that they just threw their hands up. 
I believe that I heard during the game three broadcast that they didn't have one. And I don't, I don't know if there's a separate category for this, but Dominic Moore said during the broadcast that, that they were not credited with one grade a scoring chance. So I'm, I, I'm, I'm not, I'm that wouldn't shock me because like, I'm assuming that's not just plain straight up scoring chances. Cause I can't believe a team would go a whole game out of scoring, but he said a very grade, a top, what would be considered a grade a scoring chance in that in game two. And I'm like, how, I mean, I know no Shifley and it, it kind of does lead credence to, okay, you get no Shifley, Stassi didn't play game two. And if Dubois is hurt, you're down to Connor and Ehlers. Connor and Ehlers. And Ehlers was the best, the best jet on the ice the last two nights. Yeah. Um, and, and, game, but. and, and also, and, and also, I mean, D- Dylan DeMello, he's not, a, he's not getting Norris votes, but he's a, Top defenseman. He's a top quality defenseman and he's out. You'd probably rather have well, I was gonna say you'd rather have him out there than, than Logan Stanley, but Logan Stanley in six minutes has both goals tonight. So I mean yeah. <laughs> more often than that, you're 100 percent right, but this is a weird game. This one doesn't seem to well, be I mean, yeah, well, you know, I mean L- Logan Stanley is a rookie. He's he's very good. He's he's good yeah. he's gonna be a very good defenseman, but I I I think you but yeah, you're you'd rather not have um Probably don't necessarily want Pullman playing a ton as much, you know, as you much as he is, but he is. Out. Either way, you just rather have I mean, a fellow playing I mean, over Derek, somebody in your second, third pair. I mean, right, right now, Derek Forbert's played 14 and a half minutes. That's probably not what you want either. <laughs> you know, no disrespect to Derek Forbert, but you know, he's yeah. he's, he's not he's not a he's not he's not a one pair uh, one pair defenseman. Yeah, that's fair. That's fair. It would he would I mean there's no question that the Miller would be the third defenseman behind Pionk and Morrison. Now he's he's not there. So yeah. So I mean it's they they'd rather they for sure. There's no question that they'd be better served if he was in there. Yeah. So and so that game just went to intermission right now as they're tied at two going into the third period. Um, Carolina and Tampa. That series is done, right? Yeah, that, that that's over tomorrow. Because, um, I mean, the the way Game Four and like we talked about it last week, right? Where it's like you you had both games, which were in in games one and two, where Carolina probably could have they could have won. It's two one. They you know lose by a goal, they probably could have won. Definitely had a chance to win Game One. You know, and it just it just felt like a missed opportunity kind of like with kind of like with Florida in the first round where the first few games Vasilevsky didn't play great. Right. But Florida squandered opportunities to really kind of put, put themselves, put themselves in front in the series. And, and that's one of those things like, I mean, when you're taking on a team like Tampa and a goalie as good as Vasilevsky, who's, who's a Vezina finalist again, um, which you know he's 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 he just he's going to be the new Dominic Hasek, I guess. He's just gonna you're gonna pencil him in for the as a veteran finalist every year for the rest of his career. Did I hear random aside? Did I hear that it was the 10th straight year that Bergeron was was nominated for the Selkie? Yes, 10th straight. The, yeah, he's just yeah he's yeah. You got to rename the trophy for him, right? It's got to become the Bergeron, <laughs> doesn't it? I, I yeah. mean, at what point? I mean, if he gets like to 12 or 13, doesn't it have to become the Bergeron? At some, yeah, at some point, probably, yeah. Jeez, Pete. Sorry, go ahead. But, but you know, when you, when when you have a team like Tampa and they stumble, you gotta 
you got to jump on it. And because they don't make mistakes a lot, but when they do, you got to capitalize on it because, because for, for Carolina, they, you know, when Tampa has a clear advantage in that, I don't care who's, I don't, it doesn't matter who's starting that for Carolina between Nadelkovich and Mrazic. Right. Tampa has a better goalie. Right. No disrespect to those guys. Vasilevsky is literally a top three goalie in the NHL. No question. <laughs> like he's in a finalist for, 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 for the best goalie in the league. Right. Without a doubt. So you're, you're already kind of playing behind eight ball a little bit. And then, you know, as we talked about, Tampa's power play, like you, you can't take penalties against yeah. them, especially bad ones. Right. You know, you don't, and you know, it's, you know, g- game, game three, you know, Brendamore was going to fight the referee because th- did you see the penalty that they called at the end of regulation? No. The, the, the trip. Of- oh, it was, it was bad. The Cologne is coming in with the puck. He spins in front of Hurricanes net and Hamilton's with him and Hamilton just like shoves him and Kaloran goes down and they call a trip and Brendan Moore was pissed. This was, this was the game that they won. This was game. Yeah. Three. yeah they, okay. they won. Yeah. Yeah. They, they kill, they, and you know, they kill off, they kill off the They kill off the penalty. Tampa ends up getting a power play of their own and they win it in overtime. But as the team is celebrating, Rob Brendan Moore still let the referees have it. Oh. Because, and, then, I mean, and I don't blame them because it's like, you know, listen, it's hard enough to beat this team when we take when we take penalties. But if you're going to call us, make sure you're calling us our actual penalties here. Yeah. You know, don't don't give them any help. And then game four, the crazy game four, we're 10 goals in a second period. Yeah. And it's just, you know, again, Carolina, they're up 4-2. And, and, and as – I was about to text you, like if Carolina can hang on and win this game, we'll have a series. And as I'm as I'm like typing out the text message, Tampa scored. I'm like, well, okay, this game's about. I we're gonna see how this game plays out before I say anything. Yeah, and then actually, I think when it got to five to four, that's when you sent me this series is over. So you went yeah. from we could have a series to this series is over. That yeah, it just, I mean, because I mean that's just, I. I and and again, it's it was power plays. Yeah, and so I, I let me let me just say I, I agree with everything that you said, and in, in kind of in line and in lockstep with the goalie thing. You know, you can't give up the goal that Indelkovich gave up um, to was a good row or Coleman because I always get them confused. That lost game one. That oh, game's yeah. got to go to yeah. overtime. That game has to go to overtime, and you got to give your chance, team a chance to win in overtime. You can't give up that goal. You can't stumble and fall and give up that goal, and that's that killed them. I, I, I can't remember exactly what it was in game two. It was. It I was. Feel like there was well, one well, more. Well, well yeah, Kalorn. It was a kind of a CNI shot a little bit. It was a bit of a screen, and he didn't like. He, he didn't see it until it was like already in. Okay. So, so like, oh, like it was, it was iffy, but again, like that's the same. Vasilevsky makes that save. And that right. You know, Mark Andre Fleury makes that save. The the other thing that I, I really think needed to happen for for Carolina to pull the upset is they needed to be healthy. And losing two of their top nine, potentially two of their top top six, and Niederreiter and Trochak. Yeah, if they were going to win this series. They need to be one hundred percent healthy. 
and good to go. And losing, um, I think Nita Ryder could come back tomorrow, I saw. Probably too little, too late. But they lost Rocher for what, in game one or two. Yep. Um, and I didn't see any report that he could come back. So if they were going to do it, they needed to be – they needed their top 18, their top 12 forwards, their top six defensemen to play, eat, you know, to be available each and every game. And then to lose two really good pieces. And, you know, I, I don't know. Slavin obviously missed those three games um, in the first series, but he's also his ice time has been around 26 minutes a night. So I don't know if he's playing through something like a professional or, or yeah. what. But, you know, I, I mean, yeah. their decor's been fine, been fine for the most part until the flood of goals in the second. Yeah. And, and also just for, for that game, uh, that game <clears throat> for Lightning three for six on the power play. Yeah, that I mean, <laughs> there, there's been weird flashes of this in, in all the series. You know, like, you know, Boston had one of the best pop penalty kills in the league. Islanders were start three for three against them to start the game. And I don't know. I think they ended up three for five. But that's that's brutal. Yeah. I, I mean, that's I mean, you, you have a bad game, but I mean, these are good power plays and that's what happens. And, and you said it. I mean, Tampa's got on the two sides, they got Kucherov and, and Stamkos. They got Hedman back at the point, and then they got Braden Point floating around. It really does not matter who the fifth guy in the power play is. Yeah, and it's Alex Kalorn. Yes. Who scores goals. Yes. And so, <laughs> it, it, I, I mean, you're right. I, it, Carolina, again, you know, we kind of talked about with Boston, you know, things that Boston fans are going to look back on and be like, ugh. And, and you know, the, the Pasternakel and the, and the Berger are the marsh on this. I think that with, with Carolina, that they're just going to be like, ugh. And, and again, I don't know if every penalty was warrant, warranted, but the penalty troubles and a couple of bad goals here and there are going to be really those things that, that they're going to look at and just be like, if we could have just cut those out. I don't think there's a massively huge gap, to, to be honest with you. No, there isn't. I, I think, Car- I mean, Carolina, there's been games where they've outshot them. There's been games where they've pinned yeah. Tampa back. You know, you look at that game three, they were down, what, Tampa, I think Tampa scored first. Yep. And then Carolina tied it. Tampa gets a 2-1 lead, and they scored three straight. I mean, they kept rebounding. They just couldn't when they, when they gave up the four straight, which not a lot of people are going to do, but, um, <laughs> again, especially against a team like Tampa. But, I, I mean, they're not that far away, but the problem is, is just a couple of saves here and there and then the injuries, and it's just it's going to end up costing them because Tampa right now still has to put on the gas, and they are all systems go. Yeah, Alex Kalorn has uh, seven goals. I'm sorry, six goals. Yeah, was it wasn't it Kalorn too that we were having the conversation that he's benefiting from the other was it Kalorn or Pilat that we had that conversation about? I, I think, think it was Kalorn, I mean, wasn't it? We both, but but yeah, no, because because I because I, I asked you, I said, uh, you know, Alex Kalorn's on any other team, is he as good as what as what he is? And I well, think the answer is probably no. No, I, I said he's just an applicator playing with Pavel Datsu. Yeah, he's. But I mean, Evolucator got a what four and a half million dollar contract and a twenty five goal season playing with that too. So I mean, yeah, you, you right got to take advantage. Yeah. I mean, it's it's even that's the thing. You get to continue to play with those guys if you do what they do. If you do what you do, yeah, if you're good, yeah. and that's what he's doing. Kalorn and, and Palat, Palat with Point Kucherov, Kalorn with Sorelli and, and Stamkos. Because I mean, they continue to do it, they he gets to stay there. I mean, I, I tell you what, up in Edmonton, they're they're wishing that they could find somebody that can be Alex Kalorn and uh, Andre Palat. 
hundred percent with, 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 uh, with Tricidal and McDavid, you know, hundred percent right. <laughs> that would, that would turn things around. I, they had Yamamoto at a point per game last year for a stretch. And outside of that, it's, it's been mids and match and trying to make it work. And it just, it hasn't. <laughs> Um, and then the, the other, the other series that that's going on, which is, I, I can't figure that out. I mean, it's, I, I don't, <laughs> I, don't I, I don't know what to make of Vegas and Colorado. I agree. It's, it's just, I mean, we, we've, we've had two, two, two games that have been, you know, a seven, one and five, one, and then an overtime game. And then a game that looked like it was going overtime and then Vegas, boom, 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 yeah. two, two quick goals. And it's, they they win three two and the series is tied at two, so, I mean, <laughs> can can you make sense out of the series? Because I mean, they, well, game one made sense to me. As crazy as that sounds, yeah. game one actually made good sense to me. They, the even the starting of Leonard made sense to me because how many times do you like uh, David? Le- <laughs> Or uh, not David, what's his first name? Robin. Robin Leonard obviously is a really good NHL goaltender. But I use the, I'm going to use the example of David Ayers. When you have a, a goalie that you don't expect to win, there really is something with the team about like, okay, we're going to shut this down. We're going to play for this guy. We're going we're gonna to try to build a wall to make his life easier because he's not expected. And I think that that was kind of Pete DeBoer's thought process is that in addition to giving Flurry a night off, which he probably needs, yeah. hopefully I can find a way to rally the truth by saying, okay, here's Robin Leonard, guys. We need to do this for Robin. We need to give him the support. Yeah. Well, Colorado was looked like they were shot out of the cannon the entire hockey game. Leonard let in a couple of bad goals early. Um, McKinnon, I mean, it was just – it was a blitzkrieg. Nathan McKinnon was Nathan McKinnon. Yeah, and it was a blitzkrieg. And it really continued – not scoring wise, but in the first period, and I don't know what was oh, yeah, that. game two. It, 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 game two, it, it looked like it was about to be another seven-one game. Exactly right. Exactly right. I, mean, it, I don't. It looked like I was like, oh well, this like Vegas for the first. I'll, I'll say what seventy minutes of this series, Vegas didn't look like they belonged in the same ice as the Colorado yeah. Avalanche, right? I, I was, it was a Tuesday, the, the game two was a weekday game. And I was, you know, I was, I go to, I go to bed relatively early. I don't see a lot of the, the West coast games. And I wasn't even concerned about going to bed because I'm like, Colorado's got this. I mean, this is four game sweep. And then I wake up to find that they needed overtime to win. I'm like, ah, oh, Vegas showed a pulse, huh? And yeah. then I watch all of game three and I think, well, is McKinnon playing? Is, is, is that line playing? I mean, they went, they went significant stretches where they weren't doing anything. <laughs> and, and, and I mean, it's a, it is again, a credit to Vegas, a team that we were kind of critical on, but, or we've been critical of, but they kind of did turn their favor, you know, with the, in game three, I text you and, yeah. you know, the, the Carlson rebound goal, you know, front of the net, causing a screen, a little tipping off a rebound. And you get Pat Charetti making a redirection from about 20 feet out, you know, those playoff style goals. And, yeah, they start scoring. And I just, you know, I didn't expect, especially especially when the way the season started or the way the series started. But even before the series, before that, I thought Colorado was going to dominate, but Vegas was going to do enough to keep it close and play six or seven games. 
I mean, it's going back to Colorado where all pressure is now on Colorado and Vegas yeah. is probably playing free and loose and feeling really good about who they are. And and also, I kind of wonder, you know, how how much of that is 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 um because they 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 were playing in Vegas, you know, Vegas is front of, in front of a home crowd because because I I feel like Vegas that that's a different they're, they're a different team at home. Yes, but here's and you and you're right. But the only thing that gives me pause to say, yeah, it's only because they were in Vegas was because they did start it in the middle of game two at, in Denver. Yeah. And so if if game two would have kind of continued along, even if Flurry kept a minute and it was like a 3-1 game, but the shots ended up being, you know, 45 to 20, then I could buy, yeah, it was a Vegas turnaround, even though it was a one goal game two. But because, you know, Vegas really kind of neutralized and then even the scoring was better and had that, the crazy shot advantage in the final two periods of game two, I'm a little less inclined to say it's just location. Okay. Yeah. And uh, I mean, and for game four, Vegas, I was shot the ass 35 to 18. Wow. Wow. I, I just, I would have never. I was so confident in the McKinnon, Rantanen, um, Landeskog line being the best line in the series, and and the old the old hat, the old faithful, the Carlson Marcheseau Smith line. Yeah, yeah March Marcheseau the hat trick last night. Yeah, excuse me, we're gonna we're gonna be the ones to do this. Yeah, it's I mean it's it's an again it's an entertaining series. I like I mean honestly, I Montreal and Winnipeg is the one series where it's like one of these things is not like the other. Yeah. <laughs> and it's, you know, I mean, it's you know, tough, you, it's been a tough watch. It's been yeah, a bit I mean, of a tough watch compared to the other series. Compared I mean, yeah, to the I other mean, series. Yeah. Different. Cause you, you watch Islanders and Ruins and then you, and then you go from that, you watch Montreal and Winnipeg. It's like, are they even playing the same sport? Right. Yeah. You know, and, and Montreal, you know, their strength is to play that very boring hockey. Because they they can't get into a foot race with you. They can't. They're not. They can't get into a back and forth with with anybody, right? Because that that's that's not their strength. So I get it. You play to your strengths. What you got to do to win? I mean, hell, the New Jersey Devils won won, won three Stanley Cups. You know, in in the mid in a mid in a what ninety five two thousand and in two thousand three. You know, playing very very boring hockey. Yeah. You're yeah. right. I mean, what they, they you know, I mean, the, the left wing lock. Yeah. Just very boring hockey and, and just, and just shut, shutting teams down. And I mean, they also have, you know, the probably arguably the greatest goalie to ever play the game in Marty Brodeur, but you know, and is it safe to say two of maybe the top, how, how low can we go? 25 defensemen that before with Niedermeyer yeah. and Stevens. I mean, Ken, I mean, Ken Danico was, was a, was a very good, Solid, yeah. and yeah. I mean, I mean, not not a hall, of, probably not a hall of fame or anything, but like a very good, very solid defenseman. Yeah, no, yeah. you're. I mean, they had they had a lot of really good solid defense. I mean, what Rafalski won a cup in in yep, two thousand. Yep. Yeah. So I mean, they <laughs> they had they've had a lot of really good defensemen in that in in, in the, the talk. They they were national before national. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they just bred defensemen. So I mean, so I mean, so that there you have it right now. Um, Vegas, Colorado, they're tied at two. 
Islanders have look have a chance to close out their series Wednesday night. I'm torn because I want the Islanders to win, but I also want the series to to go to at least a game game eleven. Damn. <laughs> I could not agree with you more. Um, Winnipeg and Montreal. I mean, this series could probably the sooner I'd, the better. I'd be shocked if this series continues past tonight. Yeah. I really would. I'd be shocked if Winnipeg gets a victory. But I, I kind of feel like if Winnipeg get, gets it to game six, it's going to game seven. Well, it, it gets, it, I think it does get different just going to five and having Shifley return. And I know they lost game one with Shifley in. Yeah. But this would be the first game with Shifley and Stasny. And that top six, even with Dubois hurt, assuming he's hurt. Yeah, I don't, I don't does, know for sure that he's hurt or not. I'm just, right. you know. But, you have, but now you're, you, you've started to slot your roster right again. Now you can have Shifley with 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 uh, with Wheeler and Connor. You can get what was it Dubois, Stasny, and Ehlers. And now Cop can move to the third line where he can be more effective because he's not seeing a top defensive pair. Right. And, yeah. and and so if Winnipeg does win this game, I'm not saying that they're going to win the series. I'm not even going to say that they're going to win Game Six or get Game Five or Game Six. But what I will say, they their chances do legitimately get better. Because this would be the it would be the first eight games they'd be playing with Stasny and Shifley in the lineup. Yeah, so I mean it's, I, and and also and then you got the Lightning and Hurricane. They 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 go game uh game five tomorrow night. I I would project Carolina to win that, and then Tampa in game six. I do think Carolina will go home and win it, uh, but then I will take I would think yeah. that Tampa. I mean, yeah, because I mean it's it's three one. The series is three one, but it it it. it it, it it could very easily be two two, for sure. You know, or three one the other way. Yeah, you know, I mean, it's. Yeah. I mean, it's been that close of a series. I mean, but I mean, and kind of just sticking with Carolina because we didn't really talk too much on Carolina. How good has Jordan Stahl been? There, it's. I mean, a lot of their guys, like, you know, I've been impressed by Marty Nations. He's kind of having a coming out party. Yeah, I always continue to be as good, but. You're right. They kind of old reliable. Just to follow up on, on the point that you actually made. Yeah. Old reliable has looked, you know, Pittsburgh 2009 Jordan style. Yeah. He's just been unbelievable for him. I mean, winning, I think his face off winning percentage is like at a 60% clip. I think he's got what, five, six goals in the, in the playoffs. He's got he's five. Been, he's been very, very good for them. And plan, and plan, plan about 20 minutes a night. You know, wow. As it, well, that's, you know, and that's what happens when you're without two, you know, because no Trochek. So I, that moves him up. Trochek would normally be your second line center. That makes Stahl your second line center. And that's all the kind of things that injuries do. And to his credit, he's, you know, I don't know if taking advantage of it's the right word. He's the captain of the team, for God's sakes. But um, making it work, man. Yeah. And and he he has. He's been found a bit of a, a fountain of youth, plus four. That's real good. Eight points, you know, to three assists to go with the five goals. Um, he, he's been good. He's been very good. Again, the, the last game leaves an, probably leaves a really awful taste in their mouth and, and maybe leave an awful taste in the mouth of, of their fans. But at the end of the day, I mean, Carolina really is a couple of plays here or there away from, yeah. like you said, being up three, one in this series. Yeah. I mean, it's, and it's just, so, but here, here's a real question. Here's a real question. If the Carolina hurricanes force a game seven, does Justin Williams come out of retirement for <laughs> to play to play one more game seven? I don't think there's any doubt. 
because it's Carolina, right? You have to. I mean, I mean, Mr. Game 7, you know? <laughs> and as a chance to go back to Carolina and do it, I, you make the call, right? Yeah, just come, come out of retirement. I'm pretty, I think, I'm pretty sure he works for an organization. He's there, so, you know. Yeah, that's what I was going to say. I think he does work for that organization. I agree with that. Yeah, get, get the gear. Get out there. Do your magic. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Do your um, magic, sir. Let's see. It's, so, Sebastian Ajo is yeah, I, I I said it, and then I wanted to make sure I was right. Seventh in the league in playoff scoring, six goals, five assists, plus five in ten games. I mean, he is he's going to be in the conversation if he's not already into the most underrated superstar in this league, the superstar yeah. that nobody knows. Well, yeah, and and if it wasn't for Montreal, he he wouldn't be getting paid as much as he's getting paid. Yeah, you you stand by that, and and, and I mean, it, it's very possible. But at the end, I mean, I don't know how you let that, let them walk. Well, well, because they're own, well, they're they're. I know. Probably not gonna. They're probably gonna let Dougie Hamilton walk because the owners doesn't want to give does it. He doesn't want to pay. They're I'm not, not gonna a cap team. <laughs> What'd you say? They're, they're, I mean, they, I mean, Dougie Hamilton. You know, Carolina. They're they're not a cap team. They're a budget team, and Dougie Hamilton. He's in the last year of, of a very, very friendly deal of five point five five seven five. That's going up. Yeah, that number is going up. Well, I, I they got twenty seven million in cap, so they, I mean, really, they could. I think they probably could fit him on who's you know McCormick and Shore. Nope, Geeky's not going to do a big raise. Now you're going to have to give some money to Svechnikov. That's for sure. Yeah. Andre Svechnikov to get some cash. Uh, you could let Paul Cat walk. You, you some you can probably you probably want to keep some combination of McGinn, Martin, Nook, and Pocket, <laughs> just because I feel like there's your fourth line. <laughs> so some yeah, combination right. of those guys can say Fogel's going to get a little bit of a raise, but I, I don't know. The money actually seems to be there. Well, like I said, the money's there. It's just whether or not the owner wants to spend it. Yeah. You know, so. I don't know. You, you got something good. Although you're right. I mean, there's they still haven't necessarily agreed to sign the coach, and he's one that would not be on the open market for long if they don't bring him back. How 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 nervous are are, are other NHL coaches about Rob Brendamore not not having a contract yet, though? Because because I mean, if if you're an NHL coach and Rob Brendamore becomes available, how nervous how how nervous are you about your job security? Where, yeah, you know, like that guy was like, oh, he's available. Oh, well, well, have, have any of the spots been filled yet? No, no, they're not going to be filled. Um, I, I think the first domino that's going to fall is going to be Gerard Gallant, wherever he goes. Okay, I, I think I think it's either the rain, he, he's either going to the Rangers or Seattle. Okay, you- and then once, once that gets, once he's, once he decides to go somewhere then i think we'll see everything else kind of fall into place there so okay. i feel like wherever gallant doesn't between seattle and new york wherever he doesn't go i think um tortorella go, goes goes to that other place okay and then you'll, you'll and then you'll you'll see everything kind of everything else kind of fall uh fall into place as far as coaches go uh, who else i don't even i i this is i feel like i should know this who else is Who's currently does doesn't have a coach besides Seattle and New York? Uh, the Coyotes. Okay. They um, Rick Tockett. Yeah, they 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 just agreed to let Rick Tockett walk. 
Um, I mean, te- Montreal, I mean, du- Ducarman's only an interim head coach in Montreal. So, I mean, technically Montreal. I, I'm sorry. If you, you, you got your team to come back in a seven-game series against Toronto, and then you potentially sweep your way into the round of four. I mean, how do you not bring that guy back? Oh, talk to the fan base. <laughs> would you want him? If you were a Montreal fan, would you want him to come back? Would you want him to, to be the, the next coach? See, I the only thing you, you kind of worry about with, with that with coaches like that is 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 he is he really that good? Did did everything just kind of come finally come together and, and is he really that good? Or was it was it smoke and mirrors, you know? Well here, here is, is 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 he a good coach or is he Dan Bowsma? You know, because Dan Bowsma, he was like, oh, look, look at what he did, you know, and he was, he was with the Crosby and Malkin in their front. Yeah. Like, it's like <laughs> oh. you know, he, he took, he took over after Michelle Terry and got fired and, and, and then, you know, they, they, they won the cup and then he signed that extension and then they, I mean, they, they, they struggled for, for years. You know, well, they, they, they never, they didn't hit that success until they fired him and then they signed Mike Sullivan and then they signed Mike Sullivan and did the same thing. <laughs> you know, they won back-to-back cups and they still, the Penguins have still been going to under Sullivan. So, I mean, I just some un, bad luck in the playoffs, but still, still a good team, but also yeah. you, you still have Crosby and Malkin. So. I, I, I think you glossed over that a little quickly. We don't think that they're there. I mean, no, 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 no surprise that um, Sullivan wasn't let go. No, they haven't won a series in three postseasons. I mean, at some point, doesn't when does that come into play? It does come into play at some point, right? I mean, well, yeah, yeah, hundred percent. But like now, now I think because you you have you have a new you have a new group there. You have a new GM and Ron Hex. Oh, that's right. That's so right. So he's. I mean, he's. That's fair. Yeah, the, no, the, the you're, new, you're not going to pull. You're, you're not going to be be super quick to pull the trigger on 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 firing a coach just yet because yeah. you know it's not my guy, right? Like, I mean, that's the you know that that's that's the easiest thing to to, to kind of go with because you know if there if there isn't any success, then we're we'll like, well, I didn't hire him, so get him out, get my own guy in. I I do want to just to to get back to the original point in in, in Montreal. And, and really, this kind of goes true for any team in the NHL. If, if you decide to keep them, you don't you just don't overpay them and then fire them if you want. And I know that sounds crazy and that you don't want to do that. But, I mean, in the NHL, the NHL, the one thing that they've got over any other league is you you can be fired at any given time as a head coach. Yeah. I, I, first place coaches get fired. You get fired early season, mid-season. You know, you get yeah, Barry Mellows came back, had 13 games, and was fired. I mean, the NHL, yeah. you should never feel job security <laughs> as no, a head coach. No. So you know what? I don't see the harm in oh, you know, yeah, we're gonna we're gonna bring you back on a three-year six million, seven, eight million dollar deal. And then it, you know, midway through next season, you fire him if it doesn't work out, because let's face it, that's what happens in the NHL. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> absolutely right. And but the, I mean, the other thing in Montreal is, um, I mean, Mark Bergman, who's a GM there, um, 
this this is his this is his last head coaching hire. Right. He's not going to get true. another one. That's true. You know, so so whatever happened, whatever happens going forward with Montreal Canadiens, this is this is this is his his, his last stand. And the problem is, is that they're immediately cut out half of the, the their possible candidates because of they got to be able to be fluent in French. Well, yeah, and, and I feel like that's not right. And but 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 also you know the 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 chaos the cha- the chaos in me you know me I root for chaos always I yeah. want Patrick Waugh to be the head coach of Montreal Canadiens <laughs> I just I I want it for the story I want it because it could it could go really really it could go really well or it could go really bad or it could go really well to start and then implode like it did in Colorado like it would be entertainment. <laughs> Okay. Yeah. It would be right. pure, it, like pure chaos. Yeah, that's that is interesting. I can't uh, see it. I mean, I mean, come on. I'm gonna I'm gonna be spending the offseason rooting for uh, Phil Kessel and Joe Thornton to go sign with the Boston Bruins. Okay. <laughs> is Kessel finally out of contract? Is he a free I, agent? I think he has one year left. Okay. Well, that would be just fantastic, wouldn't it? But I, I that's what I want. I, I know. I, I, I want the story. Um, you are right. This from just random aside, just because we were still just talking about it. Um, NHL insider Darren Dreger of TSN stated earlier today that the Rangers are keenly interested in Gerard Gallant. Yeah. All right. So Phil Castle has one year left on his deal, but the Coyotes don't have a first round pick, so you know. So trade you trade him while they have that's the deadline deal. Yeah. Castle well, will be in the playoffs next year and it won't be with Arizona. It was like I was I was rooting for him to get traded to Boston during the se- during the season. So <laughs> it's I want the story. That's all. Who Boston's not taking that back. But it would be it would be so fun though. I yeah, I'm not saying it wouldn't be. I'm just saying that Boston's not taking them back. Yeah, I, I I I know that, but you okay, know. do you though? Okay, I just want to make sure. <laughs> I always got to make sure with you. <laughs> I know you root for the story, but I I don't know. I never know what you really really think could ha- possibly happen. Oh, oh no, I know it's not going to happen. Okay, all right. I know it's not going to happen. Right. But you know, again, like I can, if there's a one percent chance that something might happen, I'm going to hey. root for that one percent. All right, I can't I can't kill you for that, Tom. I can't kill you for that. Like I said, man, I, the story, and it gives us something to talk about. That's for sure. You know, although I mean, and I mean to be honest with you, if forgetting all caps and forgetting the cost, if you could plug him in the right side and have it be Craig Smith, Taylor Hall, and Phil, Ke- or instead of Craig Smith, and have it be Krejci, Kessel, and Hall behind the perfection line, I mean that would be amazing. Oh yeah, I mean that's good. That would be super talented and super good. It's just Right. Yeah, I mean, you know, I don't. I mean, again, don't expect Phil Kessel to uh, to play, to back check. Yeah. Right. <laughs> exactly. I mean, you know, if what if you accept that, if you accept Phil Kessel for what he is, right. You know, you're you're not going to because he's he's going to score. He, he's going to score. And obviously. Right. And obviously a, a good team can work around that because let's face it, Pittsburgh won a Stanley Cup with them. Yeah. And I know they had the best centers in the world, but I, you still have to make it work and they made it work. So yeah. they I didn't mean, win a Stanley Cup. They won two. In a right. Row. 
Yes. Did I, did I only say one? Yeah, two. Two of the Stanley Cup. So, you know, hey, you know, <laughs> fail to throw. Um, this random, this is very random. It's just because I've been thinking about this for a while and, I, and I've been meaning to text you. And, and I, so I'll just bring it up here because it makes sense to go here. If, if the perfect hockey team up front, perfect okay. hockey team forwards, would it, would it be the perfection line is your first line of all the first lines? So you can't, yeah. you can't make a first line, my third line. So with that premise, the perfection right. line is the first line. Vegas is second line, which is the Carlson threesome. Carlson, Riley Smith, that would be your second line. Gord Goudreau and uh, Coleman as the third line. And then the Islanders identities uh, yeah. as a fourth yeah. line. That would be the best line. That would be the best that, team. That would be, yeah, it? you would okay. you wouldn't, wouldn't, wouldn't lose a lot of games. The, the, the one, I mean, I would listen to that Avalanche top line. I would have listened to that argument a lot more last week than I would have this week. But, um, I mean, that's the only other real competent kind of thought I had. I mean, obviously, you know, Kucherov, Point, and Pilat kind of come into play. But, I mean, that just like watching the game today, that, perf- that perfection line has to be the best line in hockey. Uh, yeah, and, and they, 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 they do it all. Yeah. You know, they, you know they, they, they score, they play, they, they're solid in their own zone. I mean, as you brought up, you know, Ber- uh, Bergeron's up for the Selkie again because, of course, he is. Right. You know, and I mean, you you have you have Brad Marchand who just he 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 scores goals. He doesn't just score goals. He scores big goals. He scores yeah. timely goals. Yeah, yeah. And and and, he, and and he's a guy that just he gets under your skin. I mean, him and uh, Bavillier they were getting after each other tonight. Yeah. I, I I think I think Bavillier is, as would be okay with, with, with this series any Wednesday any Wednesday night, so he cannot have to look at Brad Marsh Brad Marchand's face again. Well, I'm sure every <laughs> team that's ever played the Boston Bruins in a playoff series has probably thought that exact oh, same yeah. thing. But which so which, Marchand- is, which is why in but and he he's, he's he's not just some scrub. He's he's a phenomenal hockey player. And 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 to your point too is that in, we don't we don't necessarily it doesn't really get brought up a lot because of how good you know Bergeron is on that top line. But I mean, let's face it, Marshawn is not a bad defensive player. Marshawn no, is not. a very responsible defensive player, and it's you just don't you don't it's not talked about a lot. I, I think a because that line doesn't have to play defense a lot yeah. because they have the possession of the puck. But two, he also is playing with one of the best forward or, def- or defensive minded forwards in the history of the NHL. So it doesn't get mentioned that how good he is up front uh, defensively too. So I, I just feel like that, that gives that line kind of the, the nod over anything else, anyone else. Yeah, and, and, and also it kind of, it, it, it kind of doesn't, doesn't hurt the fact that Bergeron is so good at that, where I think, you know, when you, when you see, if you're on a line with him, you see him working as hard as he is, it forces you to go and work yeah. just as hard. That's a great point. You know, you're not like, well, I, he's, he's in there. He's doing all this stuff. I'm, I'm not, I'm not going to be a passenger. Yeah. Because That's, number one, I, I don't, I don't think that that would be allowed. Yeah. <laughs> you know? Right. Cause not only that, I mean, he's, 
the captain too. So you're getting it. <laughs> you're really getting it two different ways there. If you don't, if right. you don't pull your weight, that's a hundred well, I mean, points. Yeah, and 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 we we've seen that with the great players, right? Like the team yeah. kind of takes takes on takes on the that identity of their leader, yeah. or or their coach, or both. Yeah, you know, and which the Islanders they take an out they that's Barry Trotz. Yep, and 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 Anders Lee is the perfect Barry Trotz player, yeah. and he's the leader of that team, and it it just it it works. You yeah. know, it it just goes, you know, um, you know, so. I'd argue with you, but you're, I mean, you're just, you're spot on. I mean, you nailed it. There's no argument there. Yeah. I, I also put money down on Islanders to win a Stanley Cup at the beginning of the season. Anyway. Well, what was the, what was the. I, I, I can't, re- I was, I, I, it was 50 bucks. I don't remember the odds. I'd have to look at, I have to look at it. My phone's on a charger Okay, it's not near me, but yeah, it was. Yeah, it was one of those. That's too. It's too good to not do. That's probably what solid fifty to one then maybe. Because it probably wasn't that bad. It was. It was. It was pretty high. Okay. It was pretty high. Well, no wonder why. Well, I'll keep my fingers crossed. For them. There yeah, you go. Just, you know, just I mean, I'm I'm sure they'll 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 lose in game seven, triple overtime, say like cup finals. So I get nothing. oh no. Come on. <laughs> Power, 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 positive thinking. You know, Matthew Barzell, a, a, a score, a, a score, potential cup winning goal that'll get disallowed. <laughs> You're creating quite an scenario here, my friend. Well, what we've seen him disallow goals this postseason where like everyone scratched their head. So, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, you know, I, I, I also kind of personally, my my own thing is I. I don't know if I like that it's a delay a game penalty if you challenge and doesn't don't work. Yeah, I yeah, I don't. I I under I part of me under I understand why they did that because they don't want just everyone challenging every single yeah. player, but it's like I would get that more if you didn't limit the amount of challenges you can have. Right. You get one challenge. Get one, yeah. You I mean so and if anything do what you do do what the NFL does. If you if you challenge and you lose it, you lose your timeout. Yeah. Because coaches really value that timeout in the last five, you know, three minutes if you need it. And and I guess I didn't even I didn't even realize because my computer kind of jumped and I also a couple of minutes because I was streaming the game. But I, I guess Trotz used his after the Bruins scored their second goal. So I mean, the timeout's important to these these coaches. They don't want to necessarily you know lose them on a challenge. Yeah, no, no, he scored. No, it was it was when they got the four, made it five four. Yeah, the second. I'm sorry, the second goal of the comeback. I'm sorry, oh, I said the yeah. second goal, not the second goal of the game. The second goal of the comeback. Right, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. He did. Yeah, called, called the so timeout. I, yep. I mean, you you run that risk, and that's a good. The other one, I don't know how I got how I got on the soapbox here. I'm just picking my soapbox moments. The they need to relook at the the, the deflection rule. Because there was there was a play where I and I don't even remember what game I was watching so much, but somebody sucked a hand out on a saucer pass and it hit the hit off the, the player's glove and goes out of play and he got to delay a game call. I'm like, yeah. I mean, you're you're knocking down a saucer pass. I mean, what 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 is what is your other move there? Yeah, the there there's a, a lot of people like the puck over the glass thing. It's I've I've hated that rule. Cause I've watched it. I've watched it burn so many. I was at the Joe and watched that rule burn the wings. Yeah. 
and 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 a game against the Blackhawks. It was a and, I, and so so here here's here's Walt's memory. It was a it was a Sunday afternoon game. It was NBC against the Blackhawks. Wing, the wings were, were were up, and it was like the last few minutes of of, of the third. And Erickson, Jonathan Erickson was declared, went declared a puck and it went over the glass and it was a power play for Chicago. They score to tie it up to go to overtime and then the Blackhawks end up winning in a shootout. Was that the same shootout with the with the back to back for Tuzi and Datsuk? Like, yeah, Tuzi had like yep. an unbelievable move only to be followed by Datsuk's unbelievable move. Yes, but the goaltender couldn't make a save. <laughs> like, so they had they had two, but then the Hawks won three two. I think in the shootout. Yeah. I actually remember that game then. And, and I actually remember we're, that game. We're, apparently, there's a spider issue. Isn't this the third time, second time in three weeks, isn't it? I know. Seriously, right, hang on. I gotta. I gotta. Yeah, do yeah, do it. Oh man, just for anyone wondering, I, I I did not kill the spider. I caught it and and, and released him outside. Well, just a <laughs> and literally, if you know Walt. Like, uh, like, I it's just he's just a gentleman like that. That's what he does. Yeah, he, he mainly caught the spider. He's it's outside now. Um, it's life. What, you, what was that? What was that out of the breath thing? Well, it, it's outside living its life now. Oh, living its life. Okay, yeah, I, I, I thought you said something else. Um, because he, here's the, the one concern I have that if they do turn that rule, then it's gonna like guys are gonna start doing it because I don't remember it being a problem. It like yeah, it wasn't. I mean, it wasn't like, that big of a problem. People cited like Chelios doing it back in the '90s, and the rule came in and like I think after the 06 lockout, they yeah. never really understood why it came in. But I feel like if you were to remove it, guys would just start seeing off and putting it over the glass. But you make it like an icing so that they can't change, and it's really not that much of a break. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I mean, I, I, I could see like, I mean, I don't. Take out deflections, redirections. It's got to be clear control and a clear over the glass. Yeah, like I mean, because I, I, like I, I don't even I don't even like the idea of making it a judgment call either. That's fair. Because I don't I don't like that. Like I just I yeah I just feel like yeah you're a two minute penalty feels like no. Yeah, <laughs> feels, I got you. You know, it's uh, Montreal's playing without Jeff Petrie tonight. Yeah, yeah, he got, yeah, he, he, um, he hurt his hand. And oh, big collision at center ice there. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah he, he, yeah, he's out hurt. Um, Winnipeg got lighter in the third period, though, finally. They scored a couple goals and woke up. Um, well, so that's your, so real quick, uh, the, the, the world, the world championship, men's world championship, uh, Concluded this weekend with Canada winning gold, beating Finland in overtime three to two. Um, Canada started out had a rough start to the tournament, losing or lost their first three games, and apparently they needed Andrew Majapani to come in and and play because he came in and the team got a lot better, and he scored big goals for them. Uh, Troy Stetcher, Red Bull defenseman. Um, saw a great play that he made. One of them to Magic Panny. Yeah. Uh, other notable news for, for on the Red Wings standpoint, um, all, all the Wings are involved in a tournament, played well. We just mentioned Troy Stetcher won the gold. Horonic, Verana, and, and Zadina, the, the Czechs, they, they had they had good tournaments. 
uh, put it, putting out some decent numbers. But the most, the 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 biggest one and the most important one is that Justin Abacator was a captain for Team USA. I don't think that that's what's the most important. Yeah, no, no. I, I mean, you were setting something up, and that was not where I. Expected. No, yeah, no, no, was- um, no, no. The most important was is Red Red Wing first round pick, um, Mort Sider from 2019. He was named the best defenseman in the tournament. Yeah, and named to the turn the tournament All Star team. Um, the all tournament team, whatever, however, whatever you want to call it. I mean, Germany they they lost in a bronze medal game to the U.S. six to one. I mean, it could it be Steve Eisman knew what he, knows what he's doing and just yeah, I think yeah, like found this defenseman who I mean, a lot of people question it openly question the pick, and I I, I know you were just you were not thrilled with it I, as most people were because a lot of people were looking at Cole Caulfield yeah that, or, I was going to say it wasn't it was Caulfield or, who was on the board that, that yeah it was Caulfield right? or, or the, and, uh, the other Cole Perfetti who hasn't even cracked the Winnipeg one yet has he no not yet but I mean people were kind of looking at you know well maybe maybe one of those guys and then Steve Eiserman went off the board and took more cider and here we are two two years later this guy, every everywhere he plays, he's like named, named the best year. defenseman. Yeah, <laughs> like I mean, you're not exaggerating. He played in the Swedish Elite League, and he was voted the Norris Trophy version of the Swedish Elite League. He basically won the Norris Trophy version of this tournament, and I project that he'll be on the 2022 Norris Trophy. <laughs> Why not? You, you, you know, heard it here first. You know, it's uh, yeah. So it it's it. Could it be? Could it be Steve Eiserman knows what he's doing? Well, and, and, and as we talked about, you know, it's and and I'm that's that's complete sarcasm. I know I'm confident he knows what he's doing. Hundred percent. And the 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 Rainia in moment or, or quote though, because I'm equally excited. I'm I'm, I'm actually you know because there's there's two there's two parts. One is it's obviously. Far better that he's that as opposed to an utter disappointment during these tournaments. Though these or, tournaments or don't even really just matter. Guy. Yeah. You know, oh, Snyder played. He played 15 minutes a night and was even and didn't have at one point. You know, oh, that's a little disappointing. But the, the other thing about it, as you mentioned, you know, the this year's worlds, I think, due to the, just the kind of mentally taxing nature of the last two NHL seasons. No, you know, normally, I'm not going to say all the good players, but the rosters are pretty stacked um, from the non-playoff teams. Yeah, well, well, I mean, especially the Russians. Yes, and and this year, not so much. I, you know, Ovechkin was a, a typical one that plays. He did not this year. Um, but, again, there were still guys like Andrew Maggiapani, and, and, you know, the American team had – you know, Ryan Donato. And what's, what's, what's good, what you can take from that as an absolute plus is that, okay, if he's making his, you know, was the best defenseman against teams that had, you know, kind of third and fourth line players, well, doesn't that mean that he's ready? <laughs> or doesn't yeah. that mean that he could fit in here? I mean, maybe not as the number one 25-minute-a-night guy, but shouldn't that mean that, you know, I foresee him playing with Danny DeKaiser at the in the eighteen minute a night third pairing to get yeah. the year started. 
you know, because I also want want uh, Mark Stahl resigned, and let's go with you know Chalowski and Hironic, and then Stahl and Stetcher because they were so good analytically, and then DeKaiser and Sider, and I'd be super excited with that being the top six that played open opening night. Yeah, be very much okay with that. Yeah, there's a, a lot to you know. I'm on board with that. 100% on board with that. Yeah. Um. So so again, just a you know, just a a, a good tournament overall for them. Um. Yeah. With with the Germans and it's it's um between him and Lucas Raymond, you know, Lucas Raymond coming in and then whoever. They they get with the six pick this year, and I mean and and also I mean they're they're uh, the 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 other the other kids um that as I'm blanking on on names now um they just resign they just signed a couple guys to uh, entry levels yeah um I can tell you uh Wyatt New Power was signed uh who else uh, oh I need to scroll down sorry uh Jonathan Ber- uh Jonathan Bergren. Bergen, yeah, that's the that's the that that's the that, kid that's that, the kid that's the kid that's the other kid who who I who I really like. He he's the one that had um like in in under eighteen Sweden under eighteen league. It's like Zetterberg, Pedersen, one of the Sedins, and then that kid in terms of career assists, right? Isn't that the Bergen kid? Yeah. Does that sound yeah. from like yeah yeah he. Yeah, so um yeah, I'm, I'm look I'm looking up right now. Yeah, so so this year and this year over in Sweden, he had forty five points in forty nine games. So yeah. Yeah, he was yeah, that was it was sixth place in that that was sixth in, in the league in scoring this year for him and and uh, he's just a 13th player in SHL history at age 20 or younger to earn at least 40 points in a single season. So, all right, all right. Yeah, that, that's 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 another kid that I'm 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 pretty ex- excited to, excited to see come up, and I hope hope he continues to grow. And and also with the wings, I mean, another guy that 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 I'm hoping he continues to build off of off of the season this year, Adam Ernie. Yeah, you know he was very was very good and kind of played a breakout role and i mean he when bertuzzi got hurt he kind of got the tap like all right we're gonna bump our ice time up and and he you know he took off with it so i'm i'm hoping that that they have something here yeah it's that would be i i don't know i don't know if i'm necessarily gonna be a full full believer but i think that the, the number one most important thing is obviously get him under contract because i i, I want to see you know i want him back um yeah. arbitration eligible probably gonna be making more than the hair under a million dollars he made this past year but uh cap space isn't exactly an issue for the detroit red wings so you, you know you could probably afford to to give him the, the raise that he needs but um yeah i I don't necessarily know if I'm I'm thinking that uh, I want him to be a, a 25 20 minute a night forward on the top line, but what he did, if he can replicate that and continue to do just that, it'd be a big help for this team. That to be sure. Yeah. So hey, wings, kick good, and uh, so so we can be talking about you guys in the postseason. I know. I I can't even remember 
and nor do and I'm nervous to think about the the emotional roller coasters of these of playoff games with the Red Wings. I you know here's the, I I would right now like so I'm if they were to make the playoffs next year, I I think that we would just be happy to have it. There would be no I, real, I don't I don't know that there would be like a super super big expectation because realistically speaking if the wings did make the playoffs next season they'd be playing tampa or the islanders or the capitals or like a, a one of those top teams because they'd probably be a wild card right yeah yeah no that's you true. Know, so so they they'd be playing a, a, a top tier team where it's like mm, this might not go well but we'll be we'll be happy to get in and then you know the the wings we're 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 due for that like little Cinderella run because the amount of teams that had little Cinderella runs against the wings when they were on top, <laughs> you know, we're we're due for one. Oh, that'd be great. You know, we're we're due for one. I mean, we we got a little bit of of of, of that in 2013. You know, they when they knocked off the Ducks, and and then you know had had a three one lead over Chicago, and then you know, yeah, that that was tough. Then, then, then the puck hit Cronwall skate and in overtime and went in. Yeah, I I still don't know. <laughs> which I, I mean, honestly, really, that game should have ended at thirty seconds before because of the the. Um, you remember the uh, Kyle Quincy got in a fight. Yeah, and the refs blew it dead, but nobody heard. So they they everybody kept playing, and I don't remember who scored, but somebody scored for Chicago. Yeah, so it was being waved off from behind the play. And we're like, yes. And then no. I so I I actually I I did a play like that <laughs> before in my career. Okay. Where it it was like die the dying moments of of the third period were tied were tied. And not, like I don't know why I was on the ice, but I was. <laughs> <laughs> Like I, I, that's a great story. <laughs> I, I thought we all already got us a great story. We 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 needed a goal. Yeah, I'm not the one that's. I mean, I, <laughs> <laughs> that, that, why are you tapping me on the shoulder? Yeah, that wasn't like. I mean, I mean, if if we're if we're up a goal late, then yeah, because I block shots and I do all that stuff. But you sure. know, okay. offensive minded. But yeah, of, offensively, eh, you know, whatever. But. <laughs> But the other team, they had a breakaway. They they get a breakaway, clean breakaway on our goalie, and it was like one of the, one of the teams like their best score. Like he was gonna score. Okay. So I just grabbed the closest player to me and like threw him to the ice. We dropped the gloves and like I didn't really want to fight him, but I had to make it look good. So he would. So like I make it look good enough for the referee to blow the whistle, and they blew it dead. You know I didn't wow. I didn't throw. I didn't throw a punch. We just kind of wrestle, wrestle each other in the ice. And the guy's going, what the fuck are you doing? What's your problem? What's your problem? I'm like, your guy had a breakaway. And I didn't trust our goalie to stop it. <laughs> and <laughs> what was the, you said you were up by a goal? No, no, no. We, we were tied. We were tied. I, I mean, well, that's brilliant. <laughs> and, I, that's just and, and here's the thing, like, because, because he scored. <laughs> he scored. But the referees totally. blew the playoff, you know, kind of the same thing. And I... You know, I, I go, I, I end up just getting two minutes of roughing. And, 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 and the caveat was the, the player that I took down was their second best player. 
So he was out for two minutes as well. He got the roughing call overtime. Yeah. Good. Good. And I, I skate, I go to the bench. My coach looks at me. He goes, great defense, Barnes. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> great. Absolutely right. And uh, we, and we end up, we end up winning the game in overtime, but yeah, like, like, you know, you go for it. <laughs> I mean, officially I'm angry that you cheated, but unofficially that's just brilliant. I didn't cheat. <laughs> Listen, <laughs> I'm not gonna let the facts get in the way of the story. Look, I, You're right, I, it's not a cheat. I, I served my penalty. All right, all right. If that's, gonna, if, that, if that's what we're gonna use as our as our criteria, you did serve your penalty. I Fair. mean, again, why why was I on the ice in a tie game? I will never know, but I was. And <laughs> but I, I mean, honestly, all I seriously, all kidding aside, that's. I mean, it's brilliant. That's a brilliant, headsy, headsy play um, it's, it's, that you made. It's the, um, I mean, it, it, it is a brilliant play. It's the heel wrestler move, right? Like, yeah, that's a great time. Just, just the heel wrestler, like, ah, oh, he's such a dick, but I don't, that was so, that was a smart play. Yeah. <laughs> You'd be grudgingly like, and I was proud. Okay. The only difference is, is, you know, the ref's back turn. You did it with the ref looking at you because you needed the ref. Oh, no, I made sure the referee was, like, right. looking at us. And, and the heel does it behind, <laughs> behind the ref's back. Right, the ref yeah, yeah, looking, yeah. Right? No, no, so you don't want to do it behind the ref's different. back because then that, that, that negates everything. Right, exactly. The, no, no, the referee right. has to see it. You're 100% right. I'm just saying that's the only <laughs> difference between the two. The heel wrestler wants <laughs> the ref's back turned. Walt Barnes needed the ref looking right at him. The yeah, just just look at me. Look at I don't, me. I do this. I, I I don't hate it. I definitely don't hate it. <laughs> oh man! So uh, the Jets and Habs are going to overtime. They have this graphic up. Playoff overtime goals for each team. Corey Perry has five career playoff overtime goals. The rest of the Montreal Canadiens combined have five. Do anyone play Jets? Huh? Do anyone play Jets? Oh, okay. Just yeah. get up right now. Stasny County, that's crazy. Yeah, Stasny Connor, yeah, both with two Ehlers and Dubois with one. But yeah, Edmondson, Petrie, who's not playing, right? Eric Stahl, Nick Suzuki, and Cockney combined have five uh, overtime playoff goals, and Corey Perry has five himself. So that's, I mean, I mean, also Corey Perry's been around forever. He has. I mean, remember his cup came in 06. No, that's a lie. Oh seven. Thank you. Yeah. Oh seven. Yeah, yeah, and I and I've been I've been watching Corey Perry play hockey for a long time. Yeah, because he he played he was local, right? Junior uh, no, local. No, he played played for the London Knights, but he, okay. Like, he all they, they played against the Whalers, so I assume against the Whalers. Okay. Time, and he was a dick then too. Well, <laughs> one could argue he made quite a career being a dick. Yeah, I know, and and you know he's a, he's a part, and he's also a part of that legendary 2003 draft class. Yeah, well, where where every team got of a, a great player who helped them win a cup or did great things for the franchise, and the New York Rangers did it. Who they draft? Oh, uh, it's uh. So I'm I'm gonna pull it up here because it's just one of those things where it's just like I'm literally playing online. I don't know why. These these are always fun. I mean, sometimes we get down these roads and we're like, well, you know what, you know, everybody has bad drafts, but then you look and they they're just they're hilarious. And 
So, so the New York Rangers at number 12 took Hugh Jessamine. Oh, yeah, only two games. Yeah, that's true. And then 13, Dustin Brown. 14, Brent Seabrook. Uh, Robert Nielsen went 15, which, okay. Steve Bernier, 16, which he played over 600 games in AHL. Zach Parise went 17. Eric Fair, who had a nice career when yeah, he went 18. Ryan Getzlaff, 19. Brent Burns, 20. Mark Stewart, 21. Ryan Kessler, 23. Mike Richards, 24. Anthony Stewart, 25. Brian Boyle, 26. Corey Perry, 28. Patrick Eves, 29, which Patrick Eves would have had a great career if it wasn't for concussions. Like, he just unfortunate for him. But, yeah, I mean, that's a – Got everybody in that first round except for Jessamine and, and Sean Bell at 30 played at least, at least see, 192. 192 is the next lowest number of games. Yeah. That's a, I, I got to think that's – before I say that's unbelievable, let me go to a different year and make sure that – like, let me let me go one year the next year. Uh, A.J. Thielen never played, only five games for that guy, 80 for that guy, 67 for that guy, six for that – yes. That is remarkable. Yeah, and I mean, and then, and then you go in the second round of that 03 draft – um, yeah, Louis Erickson that went to 33 to Dallas. Uh, Kevin Klein, 37 to Nashville. Uh, let's see, P- Patrice Bergeron, 45 to Boston. Like, figure that out. Yeah, right. <laughs> well, this is, I mean, this is the draft game. This yeah. is, I mean, we talked about it. Yeah, Matt you know? Carl went 47 to San Jose. Shea Weber, 49 to Nashville. Corey Crawford, 52 to Chicago. I mean, 62 with David Backus. Yep. Jimmy Howard, 64 to Detroit. Uh, you know, just. Mark MacArthur everyone, actually had a good year before concussions kind of ended, derailed his career. Yeah. I mean, Matt, 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 Max uh, LaPierre went 61 to Montreal. I mean, yeah, it's, you know, you, you the, two, the 2003 draft class is is constantly talked about as one of the great, as one of the best draft class in history, in the history of the NHL. And I mean, and, and, and a lot of people have talked that way about the 2019 draft class. Yeah. So, I mean, it's still too early to really tell what's going to happen with that, but I mean, there's, there's one guy with a thousand points and Eric Stahl. There's two guys with 900, three with 800, three with 700, two with six, and another six with five. I mean, that's, un- that's unbelievable. <laughs> that, that is unbelievable. The success that came out of that last class. Yeah, you're just – yeah, it's just – and, I mean, I, and, and, it, and it has to hurt even more when you see all the talent, especially just in the first round, yeah. all the talent that came out of that draft class. And you're one of the teams that didn't get any of those guys. It does. It has to suck. But I mean, know, I mean, not not St. Louis, they picked 30th. So like they missed all those guys. So like maybe not as much. But again, Patrice Bergeron, Shea Weber, you know, those well, guys. Yeah. Are, you, I mean, do you think that that ever comes up ever in New York? Oh, yeah, it has. I mean, like within the last decade, do you think that the 2000s, the failures of the 2003 draft has come up? 
Well, no, because 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 they talk about the 2010 draft and how they just kind of whiffed a bit in the 2010 draft. Because okay, so we'll have all right. So at number 10, they took Dylan Melkorath, you know, Ground Happens Griffin defenseman. Dylan Malkarath, they took him at 10. Oh, boy. 11, Jack Campbell. <laughs> 12, Cam Fowler. 14, Jaden Schwartz. 16, Vladimir Tarasenko. Um, let's see. Nick Bustad, 19. Evgeny Kuznetsov, 26. Charlie Cole, 28. Brock Nelson, 30. Justin Falk at 37. 37. Yeah, John Merrill at 38. Yeah. Tyler, Tyler Tafoli at 47. Yeah. I mean. Yeah. Okay. It just. Every, again, we're doing this. I don't. Yeah, I mean, no, I mean, yeah. Every it's, team can do this. Oh, yeah. hundred Well, you know, and, and yeah, I, I, I constantly say that every year to draft because people, I can't believe they miss. I'm like, yeah, but, and again, I always say this, like, how could you, how, how could you leave a player like Braden Point, you know, in the third round? Like, well. Even the team that took him passed on him twice. Yeah, <laughs> you know, and Montreal just eliminated the uh, the Winnipeg Jets. Oh, spoiler alert! Oh, sorry. That's okay. So we have one final. Was it Caulfield? Nope. Passes it across. Toffoli. It was Toffoli who we were just talking about. <laughs> there you go. You're welcome, Tyler. Yeah. Yeah. So. All right. So what if they will play the winner of the West because of the way the points set yep. up? Yep. Um, they the these Vegas and Colorado were the best to advance, and these two teams would have been the worst to advance. Yes. So it was guaranteed, and then the four teams in the middle were were playing in the middle. So they are guaranteed to play either Colorado or Vegas, and Tampa's headed for a rematch with Long Island. I mean, we're not there yet, but we're kind of headed there. Yeah, it's. We're a quarter of the way there. Yes, exactly right. All right. Well, good, good, good for good for the Canadians that we got that in. Yeah, good, yeah, yeah, good for them. It's uh, thanks, guys. Thanks for thanks for ending it so we could end so we could end the show with our, our notice. Well, I mean, they 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 did score in in, in, win, in winning time, man. It's, yep. I'm I'm gonna sit down this week and I'm gonna go over. I'm just gonna be a complete nerd this week, and 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 look at and look at o- overtime. Uh, playoff games in the last 10 years um this year in particular it really feels like it's held first 10 first five last five yeah it I mean, well, really there, feels like this year's playoffs i mean there's been a few where you know you get the odd ones but like like yeah it's because i've you know i'm i'm i want i'm like i want to look at the hard facts i want to look at the numbers i want to be able to say for certain like these are the, these are the facts well i guess we know where we're starting our show next week at oh yeah and I mean, well, well. Here's the thing. Um, this 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 series was a, was a series that w- that would that would have gone the latest. Yep. For game and seven, first, and of course, it's the first one done, and it's the first one over. So we'll, we so next week we'll be talking about the semifinals. Uh, the Stanley Cup semifinals is is what the official name for it. Dumb. Um, <laughs> Just call it the conference finals, but don't give out a trophy. It's fine. Everybody knows what it's called. Well, I'm I'm just disappointed that they didn't they didn't sell the naming rights for the conference finals. Come on now. 
you get you you get get the 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 pep the Pepsi the Pepsi conference finals and then the other then you have the um the the Honda conference the Honda, no, Honda you, semis you Honda semis and a Pepsi semis I don't know like whatever you absolutely go with the opposite and have it be the pe- the Pepsi versus Coke semifinals the, boom there you go let's go <laughs> or you get like. GM versus Ford, Ford versus Ferrari. <laughs> Go with history if you got to. Do something fun with it. Yeah. So I mean, I, I you know, I just that's just me though. I don't know. I... So what the 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 possible game six tonight or game five was tonight? Game five. So game seven would be Friday for Boston, uh, the Islanders. Yep. Game five. So Tuesday, Thursday, Saturday for Carolina and Tampa. And then what's the other series? Colorado, they play tomorrow. They're in line with the Tampa series. They're in yeah. line with Tampa. Yeah. So, yeah, you're right. Everything would be done by Sunday. So we'd have the matchups, if not a game one going on. Yeah. So cool. let's. All right. So, yeah. Playoff moving right along. I love our postseason shows because it's, it's easy. Yeah. <laughs> come in sit down talk about the series and, and move it along yeah it's it's easy there's, there's no real prep yep <laughs> my favorite shows too yeah we're, we're not searching like all right what the hell happened in the league like what well, to, to be fair the prep is actually i mean whether good or bad is that i've committed every night to at least trying to watch at least one hockey game <laughs> <laughs> every night since the playoffs started i've committed or at least tried to commit to watching at least three periods of hockey Oh, there you go. Which is not a bad thing. I'm not necessarily complaining. I'm just saying that's the prep work. Yeah, which is it's it's fine. Yes. Yeah, it's uh so. Yeah, that's. Yeah, the, this is going to sting for the Winnipeg Jets. It is. They just yeah. like and 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 honestly, like I'm I I don't hope injury for players, but I'm hoping not like. On Wednesday or Thursday, it comes out that uh, Pierre Luc Dubois is getting surgery. Yeah. Oh, I you know. get to always the. I don't know if the best part. Best part's wrong, but you did. I mean, you remember the Wings always had that. That always happened with the yeah. Wings. That yeah, because the season ended. Here's the list of five guys that are immediately going under the knife, and you're like, oh, okay, maybe that's why he wasn't good. Yeah, I, I remember. I think it was. Two two or three years ago, Wayne Simmons, they came out and like gave a list of all of Wayne Simmons' injuries. It's like, how are you walking? Yeah, I, do, I remember playing I a hockey game. Yeah. <laughs> like, I do that is that's funny that you say that because that does ring a bell. Like that absolutely like, rings a bell. Like like point to a spot on his body, he had to have surgery on it. Yeah, it was <laughs> I do remember that now that you mentioned it. I absolutely remember that. That was crazy. Yeah. Like, that, like I, was that in his Flyers days? I think I it was, was. I think it may have been his last year at the Flyers. Okay, yeah, I was was his last run at the Flyers. Yeah, where it's just yeah, like, oh, so he's all that, huh? Okay. Yeah, that that was nuts. I do remember that. Yeah, and they're like, oh, like, oh, also he's played the entire season with th- this muscle's been been torn all season. So, but he's yeah. been playing that since December. Like, oh, okay, cool. Hockey right. players are a different breed, man. No question about it. All right, all right, yeah, I okay. Props to you, man. All right, everybody. So that's it for us this week. We'll be back next week. Um, yeah, with the with with the semifinal preview, and we're making our picks.
Love it. And anything else that, that happens? Any other major stories or anything that, that comes out? Any other awards that most cider wins? Yeah, yeah, right. Yeah. <laughs> we'll fire that out too. So yep. that I'm Walt. I'm Tom. And we'll see you next week. Week. I couldn't.